Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Uni Tanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. session i'm your host justin crosley thanks for hanging out with us today and whatever it is you're doing either watching on youtube our youtube.com slash brewing network channel or maybe you're driving in your car doing your podcast thing i don't know but welcome to the session and uh welcome to my lovely co-host today mr sean O'Sullivan. oh hey how's it going yeah sully's here Hanging out with us. I don't think you've ever said the word lovely before. Uh, I have, um, but usually not toward you, but I don't know why. It seems fitting, right? You're a lovely human. I appreciate you saying that, and you should continue to do that, because uh, I think uh, it's the new kinder, gentler Justin. (laughs) I think you're right about that. I think COVID's done you uh, a a good thing. (laughs) It probably has, yeah. Yeah. Both having it and experiencing it and living through it. Yeah, I mean, you told me uh, you had COVID, and you hung out in your camper and drank beer, and that's how you got through it. That's how I got through it. And it turned you a lovely human. Yeah, (laughs) of course. So, yeah, I don't know why that's not on the list of cures because it should be. Yeah, it should be. I mean, yeah. it probably is in some you know website we don't know about. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, and Sully's here co-hosting with me not only because he's a great co-host that I like to have on often, but because he, like myself, is a good friend of our old friend Christian Kazakov. Hello, who's our guest? Hey, hey Christian. Great to be here again. It's wonderful to have you. And Christian's here with uh, his. Is it lead brewer? I, lead brewer. There yeah. we go. Madison. Lead brewer Madison. There you mm-hmm. go. Howdy. Thanks for making it, Madison. Yeah, thanks for having us. And now Madison also, I found out talking to him uh, before the show, uh, works for our fine friends at More Beer sometimes, oh. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. He, he does some days with More Beer, uh, who, of course, has been the sponsor of this show and every show that we have done here on the session since 2005. They're still our sponsor today. And if you want to go support them, go check them out at morebeer.com. You can also check out their YouTube page. I suggest going and checking out Free Beer Friday, where Chris Graham likes to go on and give away stuff every single Friday. He just gets loaded and gives away stuff? Pretty much. Like he does when he comes on the show. Yeah, yeah. He really likes <laughs> to do that. Yeah. here, whatever, 2001, we'll just give it away today. He, he's great. It's always been the joke that uh, by the middle of the show, Chris Graham's just, whatever I ask for, he's just, yep, let's give it away. <laughs> so it's really been a great partnership, I think. I think it works great. Over the years. So Free go check him out. Morebeer.com. And uh, you can check out the brewery that we're speaking with today. Christian's Brewery is Canyon Club Brewery. And it's uh, Canyon Club dot works, I think. Yeah. Right? 
I have a different. Yeah, it's not a dot. It's not dot com. Not dot gov. It's dot works. works. So you guys work. We work. It, wor- always- it, w- it works. <laughs> I also, Chris, I've always thought of you as you're like a working brewer. Yes. You know what I mean? Like you're just you're always in the brewery and in the trenches. Since I've yeah. known you, you you didn't do one of those transition things that other brewers do, or eventually oh, I've tried. You. <laughs> Just never worked it's out for you yet. Out. I see. Where you own a brewery, <laughs> right? And you go into debt. Right. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> that's not fun. <laughs> Christian's always been like, I don't know. I think I'm happy in the boots. Maybe mm-hmm. you know. I mean, you've been brewing for a long time. Yeah, twenty six years. Now? Is that right? Yeah. Uh, Triple Rock wasn't your first brewing gig, was yes, it? Yes, it was. Oh, it was. Yeah. Oh, I thought maybe you and Sully were somewhere before that even. No, we. Uh, I was working at Triple Rock as an assistant brewer, and Christian. I think uh, if you you know correct me if I'm wrong, but. Uh, Christian, but you know, you wanted a brew and you got pulled in and yeah, to the dark side. Pretty much. <laughs> Did you really just fall in love with it right away? Not really. Okay. No, I was, <laughs> I, yeah. I was in, okay. I, I got That's the fair. job there uh, because I needed something to transition from the job that I had in Half Moon Bay okay. to. A job in Berkeley because I just moved to Berkeley, but yet I was still working in Half Moon Bay. Ah, uh, yeah, that's yeah. But no you good. had that's you no had good. a culinary background. I, I mean, did. You had a Navy so I went. I went. Cu- I went the you, cooking yeah, route. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you're an incredible cook. Yeah, I, I like and to an think incredible so. brewer. <laughs> and you still you're still like a foodie. Cooking oh, yeah. is still a passion of yours. Yeah, that's still probably my my main focus when it comes to even making beers. I think about how it'll pair well with food. So would you say it's accidental that you ended up a brewer and not a chef your whole career? Or, or did you eventually just decide brewing was for you? I decided brewing was, was for me after, uh, actually it was a trip that you and I took, Sean and I took it to the Oregon Brewers Festival. Oh yeah. Well, I think it was like 97 or 98 or At something least. like that. And, uh, or 96. And <laughs> right. that was like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was also, I mean, that trip, I mean, especially at that time uh, up at that festival and just Cripple Rock in general. I mean, it's been like, it's a great, like, you know, it's it's a growing bed for like young brewers. Mm-hmm. I mean, so many brewers have gone on there to do like their own thing and, you know, and brew at other places. I mean, it's it was phenomenal. Yeah. I always thought it would be cool to have on the door to the brewery, like on the top of it says something like through these portals have passed. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah. You got to have like a placard with the, mm-hmm. uh, so, and I just, I always like to give props to John Martin whenever I can because he's just such a nice human oh, in, yeah. in the beer world. So John Martin, I guess he's probably co-owner of Triple Rock, maybe full by now, but also of Drake's. Yep. Uh, he has Drake's and he's just, to me, uh, I've said this before on the air, uh, I consider him like a mentor in the sense that I always watch what John Martin is doing. I think he's a smart person. Oh, yeah. I think he's taken care. Of, he's, like, been a good steward of breweries that he's been a part of. Yeah, right? I remember watching, like, uh, it was one of those videos of our, our films about, like, craft brewing. And, like, his, like, there was a line, like, well, what's your exit strategy? And he said, a pine box. <laughs> like, he's in it. He's, he's yeah. in it to the end. <laughs> he's in it to the end. He doesn't yeah. want to retire. He's like, yeah. yeah. That's amazing. And he's also, to me, he he's a... Just kind of a humble, unsung hero. Yeah. You know, you and I are out there gallivanting our greatness, <laughs> right. Sully. Uh, we, wear, we wear, you know, fashion. We wear, like, gowns. And yeah. we show up with, like, you know, we, we, yeah, exactly. But he's just like. I was like, uh-huh. uh-huh. I yeah. like beer, too. Yeah. I'm it's doing okay. it. And yeah. I opened up another place. Have you been to, have you guys been to the barn? Yes. Uh, I only yeah. I only just went for the first time this summer. Mm-hmm. Wow, what yeah. a cool playground for adults. Yeah. I guess kids are allowed there too, but that spot's killing it. And yeah. see, when when he did that at first and I read about it and the size of it, 
on one hand, I'm like, scratch your head. This sounds like an amazing project. <laughs> and on the other hand, I'm going, there's no way. There's just no way. It's too much. He's, yeah. he's too ambitious. But you know what? John Martin pulls it off. Mm-hmm. That place is amazing. Yeah, I like big, it. Big, good, good-looking space. Yeah, and yeah, the building yeah, is yeah. beautiful. Yeah, right on the yeah, river. They did a really and, cool job with the building. Um, anyway, just a shout out since mm-hmm. we're doing some Triple Rock here. Yeah, um, you got it, man. Actually, my first memory of uh, Christian at Triple Rock, he was not even brewing yet. He was working in the kitchen, mm. right? You were working in the mm-hmm. kitchen right there before you started brewing for like a year or whatever it was. Yeah, at least yeah. is that you were trying to bring customers in. So you went and you took a hotel pan, a sheet, you know, a baking sheet, and you put olive oil on it and garlic. And you heated it up, and you walked around oh, yeah. the entire I restaurant. The, I scented the oh. restaurant with, with, with like roasted garlic. Yeah, yeah. and it was it <laughs> smelled amazing because yeah. you walk in and you smell it like I need to eat now. Yeah. <laughs> I got to try this here. Yeah, yeah. just walk around outside and get some people oh. to come in those doors. Yeah, it was great. I mean, yes. I even have the visual and locked in my head. Did great, you go? It was a great moment. Did you go to culinary school? I went to uh, City College. They had a okay. they had a hospitality program there. Okay, but I did all my I got all my culinary or food knowledge from just being in the trenches. Okay. Yeah, but you have an interesting background. You were in the Navy. Mm-hmm. All right. And you were on a ship, and you were cooking for... Uh, 6,000 people. Wow. But, but you were kind of in the upper echelon and of then the I did, thing. And then I did the wardroom for the last couple of years, which was what all, is that? all the officers. Yeah. So it was maybe 300 people instead of the 6,000. And higher-end food then, too? or yeah, They paid for it, so... They, oh, you know, I we, see, yeah. You know, it was part of their... You know, they had to pay for the food. It was part of their, you know monthly dues or whatever like okay. 50 but cents for pretty like much so so basically <laughs> yeah. the 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 stakes were just a little bit better than what we'd get, okay. get for the and regular this was on an aircraft carrier mm-hmm. wow. Oh, wow how long did you do that were you on that four carrier? years oh, okay yeah. did a full tour full yeah did the, the persian gulf one and all oh, right was, uh, down there for somalia for that whole business and, wow yeah but you you i mean obviously but you, you weren't a lifer it didn't it didn't it wasn't Almost. something you wanted to do i was uh, i was seriously considering it yeah because you know you'd be retired right now if probably you, yeah <laughs> exactly. well, i don't want to rub that in or anything <laughs> I, know, I trust me I've, I've, i i that is passed through my mind right oh man um but so you didn't hate it if you thought about no. it yeah okay no. it just you decided you want to try something yeah, else it was a girl did you ever uh, it's always a girl it's always, it's always a girl, yeah. always a girl. Yeah. did you homebrew on the boat at all on the ship or whatever you call it maybe a little bit it was it was like you know i mean just like <laughs> yeah, in prison you like pruno, pruno. It, was, it was very similar it was Ghastly, gosh, that's funny. <laughs> I like the I like to think that you actually had a mash tun, a kettle, and you got hops from oh, like traveling oh, and oh. just make it up, please. <laughs> <laughs> you just were fermenting juice or something, mm-hmm, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you did go to brewing school. I did. I went to the American Brewers Guild. Okay. Yeah, I did the the like a, like a seven week um, intensive brewing science and engineering course with them. Okay. And that was in class, so I had to live in. So I lived in Sacramento for about a month and a half while I did that. And it that was, in, was while it was in you Woodland. were. And that's why you were working at Triple Rock. That was while I was working at Triple Rock, yeah. So was Sully still. Uh, no, this was. Yeah. I was still. I was working for. I was still the assistant when I did that. It was uh, Scott Meyer, who was okay. the head brewer then. Oh, wow. Yeah. Got it. And they let you. They're like, "Yeah, go off to brewing school, mm-hmm. come back, and and then yeah." And then Actually, you, when I got back, they had me brewing at a twenty tank for a while. 
Okay. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. See, that's okay. where I got confused that I thought you guys brewed there before Triple Rock or something. But no, no, I kind of all during the, the process. Thing. I was at Triple Rock and then they sent me over to 20 Tank for a little bit because the brewers were leaving, leaving in quotes. And uh, yeah. I had, uh, yeah, that's wild. Yeah, where I didn't know with, you did that. With uh, Scott. I, I brewed with Scott for a while. So 20 Tank, uh, for the listeners that don't know that, was on 11th Street in San Francisco, hmm. right across the, from DNA Lounge and, well, and Slims. also Slims. Yeah. Oh, and right. And yeah. it was owned yeah. by John Market, mm-hmm. Martin. And then it closed, I think, in 2000, 2001. Yeah. And that was like the height of like the first wave of the dot-com boom. Okay. And their rent, their rent went way up and they couldn't like... <laughs> and so like, right. a, like a dot-com went there and closed so, uh, soon after that and then became a club, I guess. I see. Yeah. Wow. And then Triple Rock for uh, like 10 years or something? It, uh, 12, but I 10 okay. for brewing. 10 yeah. for brewing. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's So to me, and I think you, you'd agree with this, you, you, I guess you probably all would. Without owning the brewery, that's a rare amount of time for a brewer. I got and that's what in. I mean. You're like, <laughs> well, and that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, you, you just found your groove and you stay. Because yeah. you did the same. You went from there to Iron Springs. Yes. And you were there for 10 years. Yes. Yeah. So you like, you just, you find your groove mm-hmm. and there you go. I think that's kind of the way it was, or maybe it still is in some ways. I mean, I was, I mean, I was, I mean, it wasn't as long as Christian. I was there for two and a half years mm-hmm. as an assistant brewer okay. at Triple Rock. And yeah. I mean, now I think there's a, there's an urgency um, to sort of jump ahead because you, you want to get ahead. You want to do your own thing. You want to, so like that's sort of the impetus to keep moving forward. But right. you know, back in the day, I felt like we were kind of like hunkered down <clears throat> trying to like figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, if it's working, why not? Yeah, you also gain a lot of wisdom and experience and all that too. So there's he, a benefit to it. You know, Sully's brewing at the in the San Francisco <laughs> heard, brewery. Yeah. You hear yeah. this rumor? Uh, yeah, I, I think it's this. true. Even yeah. <laughs> it is. I you know we haven't been that busy, and we don't need a full time brewer there right now. And so I'm there. I love it, man. You do? But yeah. I mean, I'm like. I mean, I was there like cleaning. A, uh, I'm, I'm going to move a. Uh, uh, a West Coast IPA tomorrow. I was cleaning a tank today. Then I had to like something happened, and I had to go down to San Leandro right afterward, like like in the middle of the day. So I just left, yeah, and like went down there and dealt what I had to do with. So and then yeah, but I love it. I mean, it's great. See, I think that you when you go there and experience that and you love it is is one of the reasons that that Christian is just like finds his yes. groove because with all the other complications in even the rest of your job, yeah. Let's forget about the rest of the world. Even yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When you go there for it's like golf. Like all you care about is this one little thing and I, so when you're brew day like the the rest of the noise goes away right yeah i mean it's like why i got in the industry i mean yeah. i went from like having a brewing job that was very physical before that i was like you know in an office yeah. in la got into brewing and then opened up the 21a and then had another office created my own hell again actually right <laughs> and yeah. like you know and i mean yeah i mean there's just you know it's like very different but i like i love brewing i mean i just like dig it I did mean, you cancel your gym membership when you started brewing again how did, you, did I tell you that in a text or something? <laughs> Just assuming that that's yeah, that I mean, why pay for a gym when you're, when no, you're there. it's like, I mean, I love it. It's like, you know, I've already like walked like five and a half miles today. So. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. amazing. So, so you, you, oh yeah, you were transferring today or getting ready to transfer yeah. today. Yeah, and then I had, I was going to do the transfer and then something happened in San Leandro. So I had to get, so I'm like back and forth, kind of this triangle <laughs> oh, thing. So. Okay, all right. Well, let's talk about this beer in our glass. Don't talk about yeah. me. Let's talk about the beer. We're talking about, about all of it. So I, stri- I started with the, uh, the black lager. Okay. You don't call it a Schwartz beer? No, I call it a black beer. No, yeah. It's, okay. it's a black Schwartz beer. beer. I don't, yeah. There's <laughs> What's the difference? What is a Schwartz beer, like a different recipe it's type thing? a lot of roasted barley, if okay. I'm not mistaken. Okay. No, I, th- I thought Schwartz beer was like, you're supposed to get like figgy sweet. It's mm. not, you're not supposed to get the roast up front. Yeah, that I don't know. To me, 
I've had both, to be honest yeah. with you. You might be right. If we read the guideline right now, like you think, think, think yeah. you think Kostritzer, it's like yeah. raisins. You're right. I'll give you that. Yeah, I mean, I think black lager or Schwarz beers. <laughs> yeah, say, no, like, those are what Schwarz beers are supposed. To, they're smoky. Well, they're not. They're, they're not so much smoky, but they're like uh, they're just very thin on body and and light on roast. This is like an American black lager. Yes. This is great. Yeah. This is delicious. It's like it is super roasty. It like it's it's gritty, um, but it's got a lot of like malt complexity to it, and it's very flavorful. A little grainy as it should be. I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. Tell us about the about the recipe. What do you know about it? Uh, Pilsner malt, um, carafa, and uh, black malt, black malt, and uh, um, Munich. Okay, that's it. Do you just like sprinkle the black malt on top? Are you those brewers, or do you mix it all? <laughs> in? Oh, I I blend it all in. When you do I, when I mill it. Yeah. What percent of black malt is in there? Oh, I, Can't be much, right? No, it was yeah. like just make it up. Maybe that's what I maybe ten percent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think that's even a lot. But yeah. uh, oh, I want the color, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, you got it too. Yeah. No, it's perfect. Is this a popular beer for you at the brewery? It goes well. Yeah, yeah. it goes. Over. It's also nice is that it has a little bit of staying power. I mean, it's not like it moves like the IPAs, but yeah, well. So it, it, it's good to have that offering on tap. It's light enough you can have two of them though. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's only four point two percent. Four point two. Oh, oh wow, that's okay. a lot of flavor for four two. Yeah, yeah, you did well. You liquidy sky or dry yeast guy now? Um, I've been using both. Yeah, yeah. I see you old school guys. Are you all coming around to that dry yeast all the time? It's easy. I, I know. That's what everybody tells me. It's so easy. Well, it, Christian has gotten a lot better since we yeah. first started. Oh, yeah. We're not, we're not like, using like Fleischmann's yeah, We're not yeast. using Nottingham. You know, yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> dry Nottingham. Oh, you yeah. get it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there, there's some good dry yeast out there. We I did a, I a homebrew with Chris Graham, and we were... My listeners already know this story. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, We were doing... We wanted to do Tasty's Dortmunder recipe. And, and I used to love that beer that Tasty would make, and he won some medals with it. Um, and we did it just like uh, a Tasty does. So we used uh, liquid yeast, used White Labs. But Chris Graham and all of his homebrewing had like completely switched over to dry yeast, right? So he forgot that we have to aerate liquid yeast. And I was like, what do you mean? You don't even have to like put oxygen into the dry yeast? No, He's like, you don't. no. You just throw it in and <laughs> yeah. it's ready to go. So we fucked up the beer. We got um, uh, acetylaldehyde out of it. So we oh, just, really? Just like what was the yeast? Um, probably cow. Oh, no, it would have been a, um, it was a White Labs German something. Yeah. Don't, okay. maybe they, I don't think they have a Dortmunder style, but maybe they do. So you didn't aerate uh, it. So we did not oxygenate at all. Oh. And, of course, fermentation, like, it happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, we had that, like, apple, you know, mm-hmm. green apple flavor. And in tasting with some other uh, pro brewers, they were like, yeah, we, it's definitely like there's something with the yeast happens. Sluggish fermentation. And that's when mm-hmm. he remembers that he's like, yeah, I kind of forgot to bring home the O2 bottle that day because I never do it anymore. But anyhow. I didn't realize that dry yeast was even that easy. I thought it was so easy because you don't really have to do like a starter batch and all that anymore. But I didn't realize it's easy because you it's completely hands off. You just throw it in. Yeah. And, and it's a consistent pitch. I mean, like your pitching rates aren't changing, you know. That's crazy. Yeah. So this is dry yeast in your yes, Schwartz too? So it's the same with lagers. Like they it'll just do its thing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't But matter. I do repitch. Like I when I do start it, I will repitch and, and uh, okay. use that. To, That's uh, fine. Yeah. yeah. I've used it actually. I uh, I'm I'm a big fan of 3470 right now. The Vine Stefan. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm like nuts about it because we do cold IPA and blah blah blah. Mm. But um, it's uh, but one time I didn't aerate and uh, it didn't go well. And uh, even from uh, the packet. From yeah, the yeah. I mean, like you know, I'm doing 347 in the fermentus uh, saf yeah. lager, mm-hmm. uh, and it. Uh, I don't know what happened, but 
I mean, I'm also fermenting hot at 64 degrees, so. Okay. But you're not going to hurt it to aerate, no, are you? Right? No. Like, so you're just kind of doing it because why not? Because I, because I'm older and I've done that all my life, and I feel like I have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> do you not aerate? And you're no, I aerate. You do. Yeah. So that's and that. So that's what I figured too. That pro brewers are still going through all of those yeah. steps. Mm-hmm. Um, but for a home brewer, it did seem like because it's just a little pain in the ass, a little tank. It's extra equipment, and so to not have to do that, I thought. It was well, pretty it's cool. also like hydrating it too. I mean, you're supposed to hydrate this stuff. No, so I, I think, do that. I, I haven't done that but forever. you haven't done that. So <laughs> I, I do a thing where I like, you know, I'm going into like one of our 12 barrel fermenter at uh, at the pub, and I'll put the dry yeast in, and then I'll sanitize like a whisk, and I'll kind of mix it in as it's going to going, which I would never do in the past, like right. open the door and stir it up. But I also <laughs> think that um, aerating it actually causes it to mix up that as you're going in. So anyway, I've had success. That's with how that. we yeah. we pitch it when as we're knocking out if we just go right on top of it as it's coming yeah. in aerators on it's getting a good mix all the way through as it as it knocks out got it and then if i'm doing like two turns um then we don't aerate on the second turn yeah okay it yeah. is it is funny because i would you know like literally when we first started christian if we were talking about like dry yeast we would have been like yeah uh, not uh, doing that no. yeah absolutely not <laughs> it is crazy how, how far it's come yeah mm-hmm. um Especially because there's not, I don't know, there, it doesn't seem like there's a ton of innovation on the ingredient side. So to for that to be so innovative that, that it's completely flipped the, the script on it, that most uh, pro brewers are all about it, that's really wild. And in a short period of time. Yeah. So, look, I'm still a White Labs guy, just want you to know. <laughs> I mean, but, we all love Chris. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. Chris. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I actually might have, uh, if you want to, I might have a commercial pitch in my cold box. He was just on the show a couple weeks ago, and they brought like some of their new pure pitch pure packaging pitch, yeah. and stuff. I wanted to check it all out, and he left it all with me. It should be, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pro pitch, so if either mm-hmm. of you What yeast is it? Do you know? Some yeast. I don't remember. Well, we'll check it out at the break. Yeah. Um, yeah. He gave what me a bunch what, of home roost ones and, and a couple pro pitches. What are you going to do with the pro pitch? I'm going to give it to one of you. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. He told me, he's like, just keep it. I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm going to have a pro in here in another week or so. So I'll give it to somebody. I like it. Yeah. I'll give, yeah, the little packets I'm giving to uh, somebody in our local homebrew club, plus one of my guys here, um, our beer buyer, Lewis, actually, he, he homebrews. So well, it works out, and then yeah, I was I reminded of myself of it today to give to one of you two. Well, if I guys are gonna have to arm, arm wrestle, I'm just gonna say if I have to arm wrestle, I will lose. I mean, <laughs> did, you see Madison here? Jesus, guys, like yoked out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a tight T-shirt. It's, 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 it's a tight T-shirt. <laughs> all I, I just shrunk it this way. Okay. Yeah. Now, do you guys at Canyon Club have a bunch of standards that you're just rotating through all the time, or do you just brew new stuff all the time? Both. I okay. mean, we do. I do bring back a lot of styles. We do have like a couple core brands that we consistently make. But yeah, there's also a lot of like, uh, yeah, let's try that. Like, like we got that smoke lager on tap mm-hmm. right now. That was one of those like I've wanted to make that for so long. Nice. Let's just do it. <laughs> yeah, we right we're, we're going to try that at the end of the yeah. show. Smoked Hellas. We'll do that. Mm-hmm. So I've been to Candy Club once. Um, Doc. My dentist mm-hmm. is ah, across, right the across the street. Right across the street, yeah. He texted me today, by the way, because he found out you were going to be on the show and told me to tell you he's sorry and he'll come over and talk water with you soon. I would love to do that. Right? Like, he's a water guy. <laughs> yeah. Even after oh, all these really? years. Oh, wow, yeah. Doc, that's yeah. cool. I mean, I guess he might, his knowledge might be a little old by now, but water's water, right? Water, yeah. And he was definitely like the water scientist. Um, is so he I still w- a dentist? He's still a dentist and he still has that, um, he's doing this weird like full circle thing right now because, um, 
he he's doing well there. He's still my dentist. I had to have major work done, so I went to your place first to chuck, kind of numb, numb, numb it a little yeah. bit. I mean, I'm just gonna be honest here, yeah. um, and I'll get back to my experience in a second. Uh, but now he's like. He's bought a house, like a retirement house, in Lake Havasu, which is like where I grew up for a while. He's doing this weird, just like like reverse Justin cycle. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen that guy forever. Well, he's remarried. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, yeah, great lady. Very good for oh, okay. him. Okay, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Work, it's working out well. And anyhow, so I went to Candy Club. I was like, oh, I got I to gotta do I got to see this place. You have a lot of beer on tap. Yeah. Like, to me, for a, a, a small pub like you are, that was a lot of variety. Yeah. I mean, the sampler platter it would have been like the Russian River one, where it's like a hundred <laughs> glasses. Have you ever seen the Russian River yeah, one? Yeah, you know like what I'm talking 21 about. 21 beers for You like, guys have a lot. Yeah, we have 10 right now. 10. Oh, yeah. gosh. I thought it was double that, we, at least. We have a lot of taps. I mean, we do okay. pour guest beers as well. Okay, yes. okay. But right now, I currently have 10. I've filled... That whole lineup once. I see. Because we turnover is kind of going. You know, yeah. We're a smaller brewery. Right, right. So, well, and so let's talk about that because you guys are like a local, very local community brewery. Mm-hmm. For those of you that are not from the Bay Area, in this really quaint little town called Moraga. Um, so, and it's not, Moraga's not really a place where people travel out of their way to. No, it's a bedroom community. But it's a nice population. Yes. So it needs a pub like yours. Yes. So you guys do okay with that? And it has a that? college. I mean, St. Mary's College is right oh, there. Oh, true. Oh, do That's you guys right. have like big weekends there? Yes. Or you do? Mm-hmm. Okay. The kids come in? Yes. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of uh, uh, St. Mary's st- staff. See, I can see the staff more. A lot of the kid, like the younger kids there, they go to that dive bar in Lafayette. They go to the Roundup. Oh, the the oh, Roundup. The, I remember the Roundup. <laughs> the oh, Roundup. my God. Yeah. I it's can't a even great believe place. it. Uh, it is a great place. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you're also, yeah, you're like bike ride distance from mm-hmm. St. Mary's. Um, okay, so that's part of your population, too, the, the, the college. Mm-hmm. And then there's a country club right behind you, too, yeah, I think. Yeah, there's, there's a country club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which is not Canyon Club, no. is it? No. They don't even pour our beer. Oh, really? Because um, they don't know what they're talking about. Do they pour other craft beer? I'm assuming they have taps somewhere. Must have something, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's a big money country club, too. So oh, yeah. they might just want their snooty, I don't know what. They don't know. I'm they sure just want Stella. Some crazy <laughs> dudes for that place. <laughs> just give me a I actually Stella. belong to that club, so I mean, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's surprised. Sully's <laughs> alter ego is a snooty rich guy. Exactly. <laughs> I've got Will Zone without snooty. I'm still waiting <laughs> for somebody there to give me the invite to play golf, though. Oh, I would, heck yeah. I would like to play that course. I saw you. I got to get I got to get in nice with somebody. You have to have a customer there that can get you in there yeah yeah I, so I, I go golfing the other day uh <laughs> with my friend uh from original pattern uh, mm-hmm. andy crocker and uh, uh it's me and kate and, and him and his wife and i get there and i see like i see christian walk by i'm like oh christian you're golfing and then i see roger walk by and then i see nico walk by and then That's i see right. randy walk by and there's like a hundred brewers at my local club out here yeah how'd you do that day oh well let's just say if if we scored golfing like we do bowling, I had a great day. Great day, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is is I feel like golf, or at least I think Roger has been spearheading this. It's mm-hmm. like really spreading in yeah. the East Bay brewing community, right? Yes, yeah. Uh, have you you've gone with him a, a just more that than, one time? But we okay. we we have plans to go more. Okay, yeah. uh, do you golf a lot? I'm starting to pick it back up. I did okay. in 
a previous life. Got it. Yeah. I don't. Someone asked me. I think Kevin here asked. Has Has Sully ever gone golfing with you? And I was. I don't. I don't think I've ever golfed with Sully. No. I mean, I'm not a big golfer. That's why I don't like participate in those uh, those Ooh. shenanigans. They're fun. Uh, yeah, but I. They're super yeah. fun. Yeah. Actually, funny story. Roger and I started golfing years ago. We went to Montclair. You know Montclair. Yeah. This is in the East Bay in the East Bay Hills there, and it's like a par three. And we didn't know that. We showed up with our bags. You know, full bag. Full yeah. bags. We're like, well, here we go. And we're like, wait, we only need a putter and a wedge yeah <laughs> exactly it's a good day though on a part three yeah, it was a good day uh let's talk about your Oktoberfest. yeah that's, that's in our glass so i went traditional munich style fest beer i didn't want to go Märzen. i like that so lighter like that too, lighter yeah. in color lighter in body um yeah pale malt and or, or pilsner malt and and care and a little bit of care munich you know and then saws all the way through just saws i was care munich too as well was yeah it was, yeah it was, like, it was care munich too okay uh, I like it. I love this stuff. Yeah, and then we, we lagered for, or we it fermented out, or we had it in the fermenter for at least twenty one days, and then lagered it in the bright for another three weeks. After wow. That. Well, Whoa. yeah. When was the actual brew day? It was like it was, end of June or something. Yeah, late July. No, it was it was late July. Okay. Yeah. It's you super do, bright. My gosh. Mm-hmm. It is, and it's also it is a great fest beer. I like the I like fest beer more than I like Meriton too. Yeah, yeah. yeah me too. Yeah, I mean, I always have one pint of Meriton. That's good, but then mm-hmm. it's just a little on the sweet side for me. Um, uh, also in Munich, they'd be like, Meritzen, get rid of this. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was years ago when I went. To, there's a German restaurant where I live in Alameda, and they had they brought in kegs of the Hofbrau Fest mm. beer once, and right. I was like, Holy, what is this? And I, oh my god, I never realized that that was even a thing. This was years ago. Yeah, yeah. that's the and, spot too. And that was good. oh, it was so good. I mean, if you think about it, this is where we're just a, you, just, you don't know until until you know. You're drinking liter steins of it at at the fest, so yeah. it never would have been a Meritzen. You can't drink like liters 6. of 5%. that. Six point five percent. Yeah. Okay. Meritzen, you know, maybe you have that at dinner in a pint mm-hmm. or whatever. It wouldn't be a pint; it'd be a half liter or something. I think Augustiner's fest beer is like about six percent alcohol. Oh, right. Oh, there you go. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think it's easier to drink because it's not so sweet. It's yeah. Like, it's like you know, it's like a lot like this one here. But I think you're right in that their fest beers are. A slightly more alcohol, uh, slightly more ABV than their Hellas. Yeah. Like all of the brewers. Yes. Mm. And that's what the Germans like about it. They're like, oh, yeah, no, when Festbier comes around, we get a little more alcohol. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, <laughs> the, that's the thing that can get, get you into trouble. I mean, you're, you're at, you know, you're in the 10 at Oktoberfest, which you, you've been at. I mean, and you got your big, like, Lieder Stein, and it's like, you're, you know, it's easy drinking, and you were ruined. Yeah. And then you're on the American Hill with the other <laughs> Americans passed out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Possibly puking. Right. <laughs> I know. I remember it being a great time too, Sully. So I don't need to put it that way. <laughs> that is on my list of of destiny. I got to do it. I have not done Oktoberfest out there. Let's yet. go. We can be there tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, really? Right. It's going on right now. It I, is. It is. Yeah, we've got. We're having our Oktoberfest here all week long at the Hop Grenade. Um, I can't. Yeah, you got to go, I Christian. I think it's right up your alley, yeah. food wise too. Right. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. Well, yeah, I would still call it gourmet food, but it's just traditional German fare. But they do it well. Roasted it's chickens. So yeah. I mean, yeah. sausages. Like Handels, I think they're called. Handels, the roasted yeah, chickens, yeah. right? Um, what are you doing here? And uh, I don't know. I just got back from Vegas, actually. It was, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, can't afford, I can't afford Europe right now, so I just went to Vegas. It was my birthday Monday. Really? I, oh, yeah. Happy yeah, birthday. Right yeah, on. Turned old. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, happy yeah. birthday. I did baseball. 
I know you're a baseball fan, mm-hmm. Christian. I did uh, the Dodgers Giants game on Saturday. Oh, cool. Um, I mean, except that we lost. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, Again. <laughs> <laughs> and then I flew to Vegas on Sunday, which has a Hofbrau house. Have you been to the Hofbrau house no, in Vegas? No. It's actually pretty authentic. That's nice. Uh, yeah. You know, Vegas does everything pretty oh. close <laughs> to what it should be. You know, it's good enough. Is what I should say. These walls uh, are real. But yeah. Uh, when's the last time you did an Oktoberfest, Sully? Uh, I, well, in Germany? Yeah. It was probably 2014. Mm. But I was actually in Germany in May. Oh, right. Uh, just as a kind of a, a trip with my gal and another friend. And uh, and yeah, so I was there for that and, and I drank. I, I was actually staying at the Augustiner Hotel right by the fairgrounds where uh, Oktoberfest takes place. I did not know that you existed. You need to stay at that hotel. Yeah, heck yeah. Yeah. Augustiner. Anyway. Anyway. Enough of my trip. (laughs) All right. Let's take a quick break. Um, And when we come back, we're going to talk more with uh, um, Canyon Club Brewery right after these messages. Hang in there. It's the session. Welcome back to the session. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We are still here with Canyon Club Brewery, and uh, we are talking all sorts of good beer with Christian and Madison, and uh, we got a couple more in our glass now, too, um, which... We're also all, we all went for, and give a shout out to Roger, we all went for Faction's Hipster Conformant Industrial Lager at the break as our palate cleanser beer. Um, and then now we're about to try, we got a, both an IPA and a smoked Hellas. And I, so you have some passion for smoked Hellas? Yeah. So it was it was the trip to Denver at Bierstadt Lager House. Bierstadt. And they did a smoked lager that I had a couple years ago and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> this is freaking awesome. And I just like, I have to make this. So I just want to say Bierstadt should be paying me. Right. It, the, for the amount of times professional brewers come in this room yeah. and mention their beer, it's, uh, it's uncanny. Yeah. And of course, it's always a trip to GA BF. Yeah. And now when you go there, if you're missing any of your brewer friends, just go to Beerstadt. That, that's definitely where they're missing. <laughs> they're hanging out there. Yeah. They're like ordering their first pint and then or a glass and then they're waiting for the next one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Especially since uh, rest in peace since Falling Rock uh, yeah. closed, yeah. closed down. Then there's even more people going that way. Um, okay. So you had their smoke lager and you just thought, okay, I got it. I don't try it. Yeah. And do you like, uh, are you like a whiskey person? Do you like smoke flavor and a, and a lot of different things? Mm, not really so okay. much. It was, was I, what I liked most about it in, and what and it was the what I did with this is I it was just that subtle hint of the smoke was there, but it still had that little bit of that malt sweetness and really well balanced. Okay, that just that really just hit for me. Did you ask them about their recipe or no. just kind of take the tasting cues and yeah yeah yeah? What do you do when you wing it? You still have to go look up the style. I do right? like yeah yeah. And I did consult with a few friends of mine that have, that brew with think, smoke yeah. malt like. You know what sort of percentages should I should I be using if I want to achieve this? And we came to a an agreement on it was fifteen percent. Fifteen percent of and what's the smoke malt? Is it peat? Beechwood. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's way better than peat. Yeah, I'm kind of offended by peat smoke. Peat can get a really, little can yeah. get a little bacony. It tastes like a dump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Christian's like bacony, and you're like dump. It tastes like a dump. <laughs> This break is delicious. It down, break it down. This is nice. And it's it's kind of it's it's well, it's exactly how you described the other one. Like a little sweetness to back up that that ro- the the mm-hmm. smoke. I am not a fan of smoke. Um so it has to have something else going on with it I, to me. Uh and this has that. Yeah, just a little bit of malt sweetness under there too. Yeah. 
The the colors threw me off because I so we have two glasses in front of us and one an IPA and one's a smoked and I grabbed the lighter one thinking <laughs> yeah uh, no this right has got a, a right little ahead. golden got a little bit of a golden color to it yeah did that come from the smoke malt no then? that came from a little bit of Caramunic. okay yeah. got it I don't know why you're looking at me but... was that was that not your idea to <laughs> no, throw no, that, that was... yeah yeah um, yeah you got to put a little meat behind this mm-hmm. I, I feel like to, what's the ABV on it uh, five three hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Very drinkable. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, it makes you search for the smoke. You want to go back and be like, where was that? Well, right. And so when I grabbed the other glass and I just went for the nose first, and I'm like, wow, he really went light on the smoke here. And then I was like, (laughs) or I'm being an idiot. Okay, but still, then when I did find the smoke in the nose, it's still really light. Yeah, Yeah. it is is light. It's definitely accessible. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel smoke beer is a tough style. Um, yeah, you can go way overboard. You know, I know people who actually 100% smoke malt in their beer, which is kind of outrageous in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like very toned down smoke malt, but I mean, this is nice. I mean, I mean, you also have to like, you know, who's your, who's your audience? Mm, you know, right. it's like, you have to always think about that. So this is really great. But that's what I was going to say about the audience part. For me, smoke beer, it's one of those beers that if you give to like a new craft beer drinker or someone who doesn't drink craft beer, yeah. you've just ruined them for the next five years. <laughs> they're going to, they're going to carry on with that idea in their head that craft beer is sucks and yep. is ridiculous. But this one, I think I could give to a new beer person and they would love it. Yeah, it's super drinkable. I mean, and also, I mean, I think about where you're located and all that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think it's a, it's just, it's, it's yeah. nice, super, it's the drinkability is very high. And it's your first one. That's the first one, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. How's it going over at the pub? It's going over. <laughs> <laughs> See, it is still, because you kind of maybe just take the word yeah. out of it. I don't know. You have to. Smoked you, IPA. What, what's it called? What are you calling it? Benson and Hellas. Yeah, see, that's a brilliant See, name. I thought the name was great. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, that's like, that's yeah. what you have to do. That's how you sell it, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's the name. It's like mm-hmm. Pete's Wicked Ale was an American brown ale, mm. which back in the day when brown ales, nobody knew what that was, but the name sold the beer. So right. you always have to sell the beer. Right. Yeah. Benson and Hellas just reminds me of going to the liquor store and buying cigarettes for my parents when I was a kid. Well, that's the thing is those were like those were like the cigarettes them. that yeah my yeah. my aunt's family smoked. Yeah, 100%. They're like, here, get yourself an ice cream. And that was back when at the liquor store, they didn't care if right. you bought cigarettes for your parents. Like, right. That's a great name. <laughs> yeah. See, I had to look it up. I didn't know what that was. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're, too, to, you're too young. I had to explain it to a lot of the younger yeah. staff. Like, that's so this funny. Was prob- this is named after the cigarettes that your uncles probably smoked. <laughs> exactly. I love it. I wonder if it still exists at that I don't know. I don't know. I think they have to still yeah. exist somewhere. Maybe not at every liquor store. Maybe but. there's candy cigarettes named after. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Remember those? Oh. Yeah, I do. Oh. A little puff of, of sugar yeah. smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Blow out of it. Yeah. Start them young. <laughs> yeah. There were just really a lot of wrong things that we did. Absolutely. Lawn darts. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Joey? Uh, he's stuck to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Lawn darts. They were massive pieces of yeah, artillery. Exactly. If you really <laughs> looked at it. In your yard. <laughs> at a crowded barbecue. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's fine. Smoke your benches and hedges. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, is there, do you just want to use like a clean lager yeast or do you want yeast to add something to this? What no, I you... wanted some clean lager yeast because okay. I wanted to show, I wanted to focus on showcasing that malt character okay. on it. And sorry, what was the exact smoke malt that you used? Beechwood smoke. Just Beechwood mm-hmm. smoke. What, what brand? It's a uh, Wireman. Wire, okay. Yeah. You got to go Wireman with mm-hmm. the German stuff, don't you? Uh, yeah, well, that's, that's most of my beers are made from Wireman. Okay, yeah, I really like Wireman a lot. That's good malt. 
Okay, and then we've got your your West Coast IPA. Yeah, in our glass solid too. IPA. Light. It's on the lighter uh, yeah. SRM, right? It's, uh, again, it's it. I, I guess it's a West Coast IPA because I brew it on the West Coast. Right. Okay. You know, it is Pilsner malt and oatmeal. And you know, but it's, it's clear. Sm- it's it clear. It smells amazing. Yeah. yeah. What are you hopping S- in this? Strata with? and Citra, oh, and right. a little bit of Huel Melon. Wow. Oh, that's a nice addition to Strata. I think. Yeah. I've been. We talked about this on some recent shows. That Strata is a little uh, polarizing, and some brew. And I mm. feel like it's the batch you get because, like, some brewers will do a hundred percent Strata or just two hops, and I'm going. I, I don't know. It's got something weird going on to it. When, whereas others, I love it. And it's a little melony, mm-hmm. so to add the Huel to that, I think is that's a smart move. Mm-hmm. Are you all pellet hops in the brewery? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't really have the ability. To yeah, use. some cryo. But I mean, yeah. okay, cryo, but yeah, yeah. nothing whole flour. But nothing but yeah. whole flour. I mean, is there cryo we, in this? We could no, no. Okay. We could use whole flour, but it would be probably running it into the mash tun or something. It's using really good. That, using that as a hop rack, hop pack. How or you, just using bags. Okay, your, yeah. your beers are really brilliant. Mm-hmm. How are you fine? What are you doing? Fining? Bio, bio fine. Bio fine. Mm-hmm. They're really nice. Just let it. Just, just let it gently settle out. Mm-hmm. You said gently. Gently. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it also <laughs> helps. It's we lovely. Have, we have serving tanks too, so that helps because it ah. just sits there and yeah. Is, is your whole other than guests? Is all of your canning club beers out of serving tanks? Few of them. Okay. Yeah. So we do, do, we do have to take off, yeah. and you do outside accounts too. I yes. know we we bought some beer mm-hmm. from you, but that's a whole thing for you guys also. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. This is a great IPA. Yeah. It's uh, bright. It's clean. Solid. I mean, it's you like, could say yeah. it's a yeah, which is it the is name of solid. it, right? The sol- it's just called solid <laughs> IPA. That's the name of the beer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm older. Do you do you have like the biggest book of recipes on the planet because you've been doing <laughs> no. this for a while like is this so these are new recipes that's kind of what i'm getting at um a lot of them are um, yeah most of them are all new recipes. You, you like to just go for new stuff you're not yeah. just pulling it out of no. some dusty binder no. yeah. <laughs> i will reference something if i need to okay you know like if i'm gonna brew something i haven't made in a long time that i was like hey, you know what? i think i made that when i was at iron springs okay i can yeah. probably see if i still have we'll, a, we'll, we'll a copy of that or 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 at least something that referenced it yeah you have wisdom i mean that's time and experience i yeah. mean you've been doing this for a long time so you're like tapping into dna that you don't even know about <laughs> i mean you don't even <laughs> right. have to like think about it like well let's just do that and i'm saying okay Pretty i much. mean yeah that's the way it is that's how i feel which I mean, is uh, to me is probably because strata being a new hop newish hop for this like tapping into that knowledge yeah. even though some of the ingredients are new new strains yeah. new whatever you still just kind of know what to do with it and i guess let's talk about your food background with that too so over the years i've talked to you know some of my favorite brewers and the way they talk about ingredients they're like well to me it's always a mystery that they know what the resulting beer is going to taste like mm-hmm. i'm just not the, i don't i can't think that way about it but <laughs> <laughs> They're like, well, we just taste the ingredients and we know what it tastes together. Yep. Colin Kaminsky yeah. used to come in and say, well, I just put a handful of all of the, like little bits of all of the malt and I chew on that <laughs> together. And he's like, that's pretty much what that, the malt side's going to taste like. That's what Brian Hunt used to do. He used to count out like like he would have a hundred like kernels <clears throat> of malt and he would divide it up like 80 kernels of pale malt, you know, like let's say 20 kernels of like crystal yeah. malt. Like that's what he yeah. and then taste it that way, and he's yeah. like, "So that's what the mo-. when Colin said it to me, he just looked at me like I was a moron." He's like, "Yeah," and then just taste it. I was like, "All right, I guess," but it's still going to alter during fermentation, yeah. and 
But I don't anyhow, know. you ever you, tasted Pell Hops? But you, uh, yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once. <laughs> but do you think of it like food that way? You know, where you're just tasting the ingredients and you know how it's going to come out. Yeah, and or smelling, smelling you know? too. In the case of hops, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely in the case of, I mean, Christian and I, I think you and I have the same thing. I mean, I'm a big food guy too, and I actually approach brewing as cooking with, you know, the science background as right. well. And I, I love that approach because it's like, you yeah. know, you sprinkle a little bit of this in here and that in there, and you kind of know what you're going to get. Yeah. Are you ever surprised by new hops? Like, you're like, well, yes. shit, that didn't come out like I thought. Yes. Okay. That happens quite That happens quite a bit sometimes. Okay. And then I'll be like, why the fuck did I contract that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, there's that now. aspect of it. Yeah, yeah. You're, then you got to figure out a home for them and yeah. all that stuff, too. But I, I, I but I, 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 I I like the new hop. I mean, I love new hops. I mean, that's mm-hmm. like that's like the most like innovation that's happening for me in a lot of ways, is is hops. And so, you know, for like you and I, like old school brewers in a lot of ways. I mean, that's the exciting part of it. Like, you know, what can we do with this stuff? Mm-hmm. I want to start playing with the with terpenes. Yes. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So we just got some samples of terpenes from I can't remember the name of the company offhand right I now, but tell you. they uh, they smell wonderful. You know, they just smell so good. Have you played with uh, any yeah. of the GMO yeast from uh, Berkeley yeast? Not Madison yeah. has, and yeah, that's that's something else that I want to. Yeah, try. we used to, uh, we were playing around with that a, lo- a long time ago, and we were like now we're kind of like uh, I'm looking to play with it more. So mm-hmm. you're talking about the yeast that is specifically designed to bring out terpenes. Yeah, they're like they're like they're like splicing like you know the gene of like let's say I mean th- this is a very dumbed down version of it of like a basal gene into like uh, you know with you know with with a hop gene kind of like you know yeah and uh, and then brewing with it. So, okay. Well, yeah. they, they, also, they become very like you know they're very like forward thinking on the stuff. So right. GMO is not like the like. Not the kind of like the correct way I would describe it because that you know says it's like you know not it has a negative connotation. It's not Monsanto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's not pesticide resistant. No, no, no. Right now, so with terpenes, you're just getting like, isn't it just like oils? No, these are water soluble. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. And you use them? Do they have specific flavors that you're looking for? They're all over the the spectrum. Okay. Yeah. But they don't add bitterness or something like that? It's all for aroma and some flavor. And they sell muds, like, for other uh, industries. Okay. Not beer. Oh, I see. (laughs) So it's not just, like, Yakima Valley hops or whatever. Just sell it. Okay. So if you, I mean, I'll just make it simple too, but like if, if you wanted more pine to come out of your West Coast IPA, then there's a terpene for that. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or passion fruit or. Right. It was one of those like pineapple. Pineapple yeah. was crazy. Yeah. Okay. Brewers are really playing around with like new flavors that mm-hmm. are available that back in the day you would never play with, you know, everything from like natural flavors to terpenes to all. I mean, there's, it's just a, I mean. It's, well, that and, and I'm going to get better yields too, because I'm not taking yeah. up all that space with vegetal matter right i see so you would then in that case would you just use a bittering hop and then add terpenes or would you still have like flavor and aroma maybe yeah play i'm gonna play around with it it. or a hop shot like yeah then you're not using any plant matter at all right that's those are the oils that i was thinking of right like where you can just add like a bittering bittering oil okay and then the terpenes are don't have any alpha acids yeah that'll be crazy imagine a hoppy dank beer without any hops in it (laughs) And like, and just fool me with it too is what I want you to do. Like, just wait till I taste it. And I go, wow, how are you getting that out of your hops? And you're yeah. like, I didn't use hops. Not hops. <laughs> Not hops. 
Yeah, see, those are technologies. Like I said, yeah. there's not a ton of innovation, but that's a lot of innovation. It's a new world order, actually. Yeah. I mean, people... The and it's fun of, to play around yeah, with, but I'm still going to be a purist. I'm still going to make beers. Sure. With beer you know, stuff. With beer stuff. <laughs> well, <laughs> flavored beer. But you're, we're also going to find out... So, like, there's so many interactions that happen in the process of brewing a beer and boiling a beer that we still don't know about. So when you start removing things and you're like, well, shit, where did that thing go? Yeah. We're going to end up discovering, well, because if you don't boil, this one little thing doesn't happen. Right. And I feel like that knowledge has started to really advance in the last 10 years where we've just started to learn if we don't do this traditional process... This is missing. I'm kind of thinking it's a, we're, we're maybe paralleling a little bit what happened in the food world about 10, 15 years ago yes. where everything was getting deconstructed and yeah. molecular gastronomy and all that sort of stuff. We're kind of seeing something similar happening in on our world right now. Yeah. I, I and think it's fun right. to play around with. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, especially let's get, as... Let's a, put some more science into it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, and that's kind of what I mean. Like brewers, um, I think you are scientists, but not like in a lab. In a like there's very few like a controlled lab environment happening where we're watching the results of, of beer, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, more of that, um, which we'll keep advancing throughout our life yeah. until our exit strategy, pine box. Pine box. Right. I'm gonna leave stainless steel box. box. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah, stainless steel box, please. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm a brewer. By, with a tree in us, actually. I think that's what we're supposed to do now. Yeah. Oh, because, oh, yeah, get 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 put into the the pod and be, become a yeah, you know, sycamore not, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, you're not supposed that'd be, to like, that'd be cool. Just dry hop me. Dry hop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the name of a new beer, by the way. Dry hop me. Yeah, and its sister beer, Pine Box. <laughs> it's a good IPA name, really. It is. Actually. <laughs> That'll be. We'll make. The, we'll talk to John about that first. One of his anniversary beers <laughs> so so all right so you guys brew uh, how, how big is your system at, at it's only seven barrels it's okay pretty small and that's enough to supply the brew house but you're Barely. also doing outside accounts <laughs> yes okay. so we are contracting with, with you are yeah okay like you've already started to yes. do that okay uh what what beers do you like is it just an ipa is it just a big it's an ipa yeah, and yeah. a kolsch right and a Col- okay mm-hmm. your kolsch is popular mm-hmm I feel like I remember your Kolsch from even Triple Rock days. Like, yeah, you're good. I, Iron Springs. I, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. That's what it was. Iron Springs days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just sold, didn't they? Yeah, they're they're, now they're part by, of uh, they're owned by Henhouse. That's right. Oh, oh cool. Henhouse. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good. It's a good merger. I feel like. Yeah, not the worst brewery to buy it. Yeah. No, we lo- we sell a lot of Henhouse. Yeah, that's great. They're, they're really yeah. Henhouse is great. They're good brewers. They did a stuff. nice job redoing the uh, that pub in Fairfax. That, but is it still Iron Springs? Like it's still called that, or no, is it now? No, it's, it's, they I just changed it. To, the, I think yeah, it's Mike Oldman left and, Fairfax Pub or something like that. Yeah, oh, so it's not even called Hen House or Iron it is, Springs. It is called a Hen House, but they call oh, it like the, I see. It's some other. It's not the Coop or anything like. But it's something to do with that. Got it. Okay. Yeah. All right. You need Marin. to get Colin on here. Right. Yeah. Explain the whole thing right. out. Yeah. But they did a nice job um, transforming it. Nice. Who's brewing your beer when you do contract? Are you allowed to talk about that? Well, we're transitioning. And oh. I'm not quite sure if I want to sure. go there yet. Okay. Because I know there's some good... I mean, we've all known Sully uh, has a, a history of partner brewing. Mm-hmm. But I know of other breweries in the hey, Bay, too. Let's call too, it partner, please. You that, said contract uh, too many times, sir. But I just said partner. Okay. Right. I only say partner in reference to you. Okay. Everyone else has a contract. But when I bring up Sully or 2 I say partner. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm just trained that way. Good, good. <laughs> yeah. But what I was going to say is that I know of great breweries in the Bay Area that people don't know 
uh, a contract brew. So I'm just I'm hoping it's it's one of them too. You know, like it doesn't have this negative thing to me. Anymore. No, I mean, it, I think a long time ago it did, and I think now it's like you don't have to own your kettles to make good beer. I mean, especially yeah. if you're on top of it like you guys have been, and like just you know making sure and ensuring that things are happening correctly. Yeah, I mean that's the thing about it. So I wanted like, to contract brew with Jamil at Heretic. He told me no. <laughs> Why did he say no? I think he knew I'd fuck it up, like as on the sales side. <laughs> really? But no, at the time, uh, I think in his head he knew I'd fuck it up. But I think uh, what he said, which also made sense, he was like, you really can't afford me. He's like, for me to take space, like wherever he was, for me to take space out for my own beer is going to cost you too much money. Well, I have to charge you like triple what it costs to make this beer. You're going to make a hop grenade beer? Yeah, I wanted to make a hop grenade beer. I wanted to have like a hop grenade brand. Uh, That's a great idea. Of beer, I thought so. I mean, but what do you want to do? Let's talk about it. No, we can talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> I, whatever it has just has to leave me mostly out of the equation. I just need to license and then license and taste. You know, that was a problem. Like yeah. I'm running two companies now, neither of them <laughs> all that successfully. Oh, you're doing fine, sir. The other thing was to start the, a brewery, and I was like, I don't know, man. But I went to talk to Jamil about it first, and I was surprised to find I thought he'd just love it. And he's like, no, it's too much money. You can't. You're not going to. The margins are slim. The margins are slim, yeah. 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 So. And especially if you're a brewery that's at, at capacity. Yeah. I mean, if you own the former you know, serial conglomerate of the planet Earth, then you have room for a very, very large brewery. You know? <laughs> but if you're Jamil. I, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> But I appreciate the uh, accolade there, I think. Just saying size matters, Sully, in your in your case. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, these are delicious beers. They are. Thank you. The IP is amazing, I'm, I'm actually. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I, yeah, now I'm feeling like I should have gotten a full pint of the IPA. Well, you should. It's hey, one of the nicest ones. So I got four pale ale sitting there. Yeah. Oh, we can try pale ale. Oh, too. yeah. So, it's Christian, cool. what are we, when are we going to do a collaboration beer? What, tell me. I'm, I'm well, I want to come. So we were just talking in the break. Like I have not been to your place yet, which is insulting to me and you. But we, I have to get over there. Let's yeah, do it. There's a few brewers that uh, have not been over there yet. Get it's it, out of the way, man. Schedule it. It is. It, it is. I, I, I mean, it, is a, it is a destination. So I like the location. It is a little bit like it's a you know it's like, but it's but it's accessible and it's and I want I got to get over there and it's beautiful too. So I want to get there. Just schedule a teeth cleaning. And then, uh, I, I actually, I, wanted, no, but I, then I want Doc to come over, too. Yeah. That would be fun. Yeah. But then you can't eat or drink for an hour after you get your That's teeth cleaned, right? Can you? Uh, no, is that what, isn't that what they say? Is that what I they don't say? know what that means. I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah. Who's got an empty glass? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, I think it's fine. Yeah. Just do what do you want to brew? <laughs> we were just talking about Belgians. We, we were just do a talking about doing a Belgian beer. I haven't I haven't really nailed the the the, the sour yet. You yeah. know, it's just oh, a right. Philly sour. Yeah, let's do a kettle soured Belgian watermelon beer. Wow, watermelon! You just went oh, for God. it. Well, you went for I, just, I just wanted to drop watermelon in the conversation. <laughs> I was like looking for an inroad there. Yeah. It would be fun. It would be fun to do something with something seasonal, se- some seasonal. Food, yeah, you know. There you go. What's seasonal right now? I don't know. We're getting end into, of summer. We're getting tough. into oh, pumpkin beer. And, let's go. Oh, right. there, let's there go. go. Yeah. It's not a fruit, right? Okay. Let's, well, let's, maybe let's it is. Talk, <laughs> so, what, so, what are your feelings on pumpkin beer? It's it can is, be is done it, is, well. Is it like pineapple in uh, in, so, in ham uh, pizzas? I think pumpkin <laughs> yeah. doesn't actually have that much flavor. No, it doesn't. 
It's the spices that it's do the it slickness. Yeah. I mean, I do like that. I do like a good pumpkin. You can pie, do a pumpkin beer, a, a convincing. Hmm. You can do a convincing pumpkin beer with no pumpkin. Right, because you just put the allspice. Yeah, that's, that's, all, the spice. that's Not all you want. You need right. ginger, cinnamon, allspice. I like around, pumpkin around beers. I'm going to say you it right now. still? Yeah, so I mean, years? I did a pumpkin beer collaboration with Dick Canwell years ago when he was at Elysian, and even when he, after he left that, we did two, we did those two were pumpkin cool. beers. And you guys did yeah. those pumpkin yeah, beers. Yeah, it was yeah. a Baltic Porter with caraway uh, and uh, what was in there, tarragon, and the other one was a uh, triple with um, uh, gall and gall and, uh, ah, God damn it, what was it? Uh, anyway, that, that but see, those are different. See, to me, yeah, yeah they were unique. But, yeah, because they're but, not because to me, pumpkin beer is just like this one trick pony. Right? So I mean, I think actually, pumpkin beers kind of fell out of favor because there were so many of them, and it's also like at this time of year with seasonals, they all there's so many seasonals right now, so it's hard for distributors to like sell them. You know, you got like Oktoberfest, you got pumpkin beers, you got winter's beers. I mean, it just becomes this thing like in a very short period of time. So, but pumpkin beers are coming back. Yeah. And I, cause I just brewed one, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think it's also like, I, I just think it's a, uh, there's a nostalgia thing to it. I think right now sure. we're kind of looking for nostalgia because we've been without like a normal life, you know, in a lot of ways for the last few I'd years. I'd like to so, see red ales yeah. come back. Yeah. Well, you can make them <laughs> come back. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 that I've one's going to be a while. I've brew, always liked a good red ale. We had a good red ale the other day. I think we had uh, Mare Island. We had their yes. red ale. That was nice. a nice red ale. Yes. Yeah. But I think you can bring them back. Just don't call it a red ale. Yeah. Right. Because yeah, I'm call, call it something a red like IPA. a red ale. Give it a good name like Benson and Hedges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Because Elysian, I my roommate got the like the multi pack of pumpkin beers. They had like four different pumpkin beers yeah. in a variety pack, and like the Imperial Stout one was killer. Yeah, yeah, I just think there's an opportunity to. I mean, and I also think people like this time of year. Fall is one of my favorite times of year, and I think just like you know, it'd be fun to have more. I mean, you know, it, oh, people you're right. and you're actually trying to sell the beer too. So pumpkin sells, I think. Mm. But they should just. I just think they should be different. Like you are making them. Yeah. That's all. They yeah. all just you know because that's what I mean. They just so for so long it was like cool, and then here's my allspice pumpkin beer. Are you doing a pumpkin beer? Here's my no, we have not made a pumpkin beer. Okay. Well, I, I haven't made a pumpkin beer in probably over a decade. I did okay. a pumpkin hazy IPA. It's about to release next week. So really, at yeah. the <laughs> at the pub. Yeah. Wow. Wait, are, you, are you serious? Yeah, I'm oh, 100 percent serious, man. What spice did you put in it? I can't tell you that. It's <laughs> <laughs> Did you put I mean, pumpkin spices in it? Like the it's like pumpkin pie? It's, tr- it's traditional pumpkin spices. Okay. And it has pumpkin puree in it. And uh, nice. it's a hazy IPA. And what hops? Citra and uh, Comet. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. It's going to be delicious. Yeah. It sounds delicious. Yeah. Where do, we, where do you find it? 563 <laughs> second, second Street? I'm going to be there next week. I'll go. Okay. Well, we, we have to brew. We're going to brew a pumpkin beer, Christian. <laughs> I don't know. Christian's not ready for that. I don't think he's ready. Are our ovens big enough? We have to roast that. Mm. Nah, you know, I just use canned pumpkin. What about <laughs> it's fine. Well, like Persimmons you said, the pumpkin flavor is hard to get out of it anyway. So, yeah. You know. Look, it, it adds slickness and mouthfeel. So, I mean, that's the thing about it. In I've body heard a little bit. sweet potato is the way to go if you want pumpkin character. Yeah. That's interesting. But you were right earlier. I think, Christian, you said it, uh, is that it's the spices that kind of build the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I just think there's, you know, and you can nuance out of the things on top of it. So Sure. All right, let's talk about this pale ale that you brewed, Madison. Oh, yeah. This totally. is Madison's beer. Yeah. Pale ale. Sweet. Let's do it. Yeah. Tell me about it. Uh, so this is just a single hop edition. There's only a Whirlpool. Uh, so the idea is just to focus that 
hop utilization to a specific point, like get exactly what you want out of that hops and nothing else. And okay. then you're just throwing in so much that the the bitterness comes through anyways. I see. Is it all one hop variety too? Or? This was Crow Mosaic and Simcoe. Okay, nice. And then uh, it's also low, uh, lighter on the SRM side. Yeah. You, you totally. went with that. So what's there's, the mall bill? There's a... Uh, it's like 30% Vienna, mostly Pilsner, and then some oats for body. Okay. Yeah, this is a nice pale ale. No dry hops. It was all just that really? one. Really? Really? Yes. Oh, I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah. And, yeah. The, and, the other, and the whole thing, too, is, and we're, gonna, and we're starting to play around with it more, is we're bringing that temp down on, in the, after the boil to add those hops. So the so whirlpool's a lower temp than normal. Yeah, it's like 180. Yeah, 180, okay. 175. Yeah. Okay. Oh, interesting. But then, and then it's there for the whole knockout. So we're talking, it's, it's just there for 20 minutes or? Well, it, it probably whirlpooled for like 20 minutes and mm-hmm. then let it settle for another 10, 15. Yeah. And then get it out. And then knock out. What's the ABV? 5, 6. Dude, this is delicious. And there's no dry yeah. hops? No, no dry hops. Oh, my God. Yeah. Just targeted. Just. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great beer. Can that great up. Great pale ale. Pale ale? Fill mm-hmm. the cooler. Oh. Pale ale, one drop. That's, I mean, that's the that's the un, you know, that's the un, yeah, style that it, people like are demanding right now. I think. And then was just a ton of of hot matter though for this one. I mean, of, of pellets. Yeah, well, one you said not, was cryo, didn't you? So yeah, it was not, cryo, but it was a lot of hops. But yeah. it doesn't. I mean, most of that's staying in the kettle, so you're still. Yeah. I mean, you. I guess we could probably top off the kettle a little bit more, but you're not. I see, but it's not a big deal because it's not in the fermenter. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Wow. So you got more volume in the end than you normally would. Because it came out about <laughs> normal. It came out about normal. Okay. Yeah. You know, there was a lot at the bottom of the kettle that we had okay. to run off. Got it. Yeah. That's a great pale ale. Pale ales. Yeah. You know it. You I, don't know think I'm those always... are, I don't think pales are ever going to go out of style. So I, I, I'm going to die on that hill. Did you get <laughs> I my. I don't want pales yes. to go out of style. Did you both get my invite? So we're having a pale, a first ever Hop Grenade Pale Ale Fest. Whoa. So it's either I screwed up and didn't send it to you, Christian, or it's in your junk mailbox, but you are invited. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been wanting to do it for years. It's just my favorite style. Yeah. So, and I'm not even going to lie. You know, I've just taken cues out of my friend Vic over at the Bistro. In fact, I called him up right away and I was like, hey, Vic. I've just always wanted to do a pale ale festival. I'm going to do it like you do yours. Can you help me out? And he totally gave me a bunch of pointers and tips. And um, so, yeah, we're inviting you know our favorite uh, breweries from around the Bay Area. I got to, the email to submit. Okay, so we're in. You're in. Yes. Yes. And we're a little Good. late. I know for those that don't already brew a pale ale, so we're hoping we made it in time. Um, We've got one it? in the tank right now. Oh, perfect. What's the date? So? Yeah, the official date. This is the first announcement we're doing of it, other than to brewers, is um, November. November 5th. It's Saturday, November 5th. Yeah, and, yeah we can save um, a keg. Do, yeah, just save us a keg. You don't have to be here, although we'd love to have you here. Um, but we are I want to be here. We, we want brewers here, of course, but we're also trying to make it easy. You know, not everybody can commit. But we've got this courtyard behind us that we've never used in eight years of the Hop Grenade. Oh, have, I don't believe that. We have that. this fountain. We got all this stuff. I've never done an event back there. I've done an event in the whole park out there. Right. <laughs> but I've never done. So it's just we're going to use both our patios and this courtyard. Uh, it's only uh, pale ales. In fact, let me ask you this, guys. You two. Three of you. It's fine. All three brewers. <laughs> so I immediately got a question back. So the, the invite says, American pale ales only. Yeah. And the question I get back from a, a great Bay Area brewer says, are you going to be like Vic and be hardcore West Coast only or are hazy IP, uh, uh, pale ales 
allowed in as well? And I haven't answered yet. And I have two thoughts on it. My, my initial thought is, yeah, I don't care. Hazy, whatever. Just it's a pale ale, it's a pale ale. But I thought maybe if a hazy pale ale wins, other brewers might get oh, mad. Oh, you're doing a competition. No, it's competition too. Oh. A tasting. Then other a brewers oh, we might... don't want to submit our beer. So no. we're, doing, <laughs> we're doing just like beer. We're doing judged and then people's choice. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe some brewers would be mad if I allowed hazy pale ales in. So just you know, so, open know. forum. To me, the hazy's at a disadvantage. So I think so too, but what if it didn't? What if it won? Our well, brewers going to be mad. a good hazy. That's what I think. Why not have your two, two categories? Because it's the first year. Yeah. And I, I feel yeah. like I don't want to overcomplicate Look, I, what I think is you need to say it can't be a hazy. Because yeah. I think like hazies are so popular right now. I think that it's hard to delineate, you know, what a hazy is, a, a hazy IPA and a pale ale is, aside from ABV in some ways. So I think that you're playing with fire. That's what I think, too. And I think that you need to say it can't be a hazy. But also, At least the first year, because, and actually, it's kind of like, and you said Vic earlier, you know, you're following his, like, you know, program, what he's done in the past. Uh, he didn't do hazies, and then he, and right. so maybe the second year you do that. Right. But it'd be kind of fun to come here and, like, you know, uh, just have a bunch of pale ales. Well, so oh, I was going to say, yeah. what? Why not include them all? Because isn't it just a progression of the style? And that's my Styles other thought. Styles follow innovation, not the other way around. So see, my gut tells me to go with what Sully just said. Yeah. But then the, my other brain is like, or am I just being a fucking old guy? But if you're comp- who's like tired, like who you know standing on my lawn with you know. Yeah. <laughs> if, you're com- if you're competing though, you're, and you're judging it to the style guidelines, then the haze well. is going to lose every time. Right, so I have to loosely say what the the rules are. The rules are: it's an American pale ale, and it's a best in show style competition. Right when it gets judged. Well, Hazy's not going to be a best in show just off of that. If in reading the BJCP guideline, what it says is American pale ales are generally clear. That's okay. it. Okay, it's a very vague, which is true. Fair we enough. all know that American pale ales are generally clear but it does not say it does not exclude haze and so i'm kind of torn yeah, but i gotta answer are, here this are, week too. hazies are typically sweeter yeah. i mean they don't have as much bitterness is what i'll say right and they're more hop forward with aroma and uh and, and i just feel and, and flavor so i mean it's like uh, you know i don't know can't we just throw the bjcp guidelines out the door out the and door. just go by yeah. what you like as a judge yeah. And just because judging is so subjective anyway, right? Yeah, so, but what if you just said, what if you just open it up and said, like, there's a hazy category and a and a clear category? Well, that's what Christian said, and I could potentially do that, but I'm not. I'm not doing that this year. For one, the invite already went out, and it's coming up, and I was just going to leave it alone. I'd say so go I, for I, it. Just let it happen. You know what? Let what? Yeah, whatever. Just make it happen. Mm-hmm. See, because that's the other. I just want to be like, because do you also really stop being a little bitch if you're going to like argue about <laughs> whether or not it's it, like, excuse me, uh, you just have to be clear. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, you think a brewery's not going to submit one anyways? Just no, like, I think they'll all 100% submit. I just don't want anyone to be mad and like boycott my second annual because they're like, well, that fucker allowed hazies in and the hazy one. That sounds totally... like a them problem, not a you problem. <laughs> there you yeah, go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Right, right. Well said. All right. Well, I like all of this input. I really yeah. wanted input on this because I have to answer this week. I've been ignoring the question <laughs> while I figure it out. So Yeah, bring it. Yeah. Bring yeah. the hazies. 
Well, mark your calendars, brewers and listeners alike, right here at the Hop Grenade on Saturday, November 5th. Uh, it's going to be our first ever Pale Fest, which uh, I'm excited about. We've been thinking about this year I for totally a couple years. When I got that email, I was blown away. I was like, this is awesome. Nice. Let's Good. do it. I'm really glad. I'm really glad. And, you know, it'll be on the smaller side. You know, it's not, we're not doing a big thing in the park that would save that for spring brews. This yeah. is just come out here. And if you love pale ales, you love hoppy beer, it's just, manageable. It'll be, yeah, exactly. And we think it'll be. It'll be a lot of fun. So, who's going to judge it? Um, uh, you um, and others. I got to ask Vic how he does that. Does nobody get to judge if you've entered a beer? At, no, you should not. Yeah, you yeah. shouldn't do it. That's what they do at the GABF and uh, yeah, World Beer Cup. I was, I was afraid of that. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. I got to. I'll probably just I mean, poach you all people of... like uh, Melissa would be good. A good one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You know, Jay. Tavern, or, tavern owners. We're Colin. Jay Brooks. Um, ben over at the uh, from, 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 from Hell Hell Tigers. Tigers. Oh, Kaminsky? Yeah, I think I get Kaminsky. Yeah. That's a good idea. Um, there'll be some Brewing Network celebrities, you know, and some Nate Smith, maybe. Right? Oh, really? Uh, I haven't asked him yet, but he'll probably do. <laughs> oh, uh, we'll be Nate Smith. But yeah, you know, it's only going to be a few of us. We got our picnic table, our big community table right yeah. here. We'll do just like Vic does, come in in the morning, judge it. And then, of course, there's the People's Choice afterward. and. This yeah. is going to be hugely popular. We're excited, and I'm glad you like it too, because the response I've gotten back from brewers already—they're so excited because yeah. brewers love, love loggers and pale ales. Yeah. Like they just—you you <laughs> love them, and so yeah. There's already a lager fest, and we wanted to do a, a pale fest. So I didn't reply, but I just did now. Thank you. Perfect. Thank I had you, you marked down anyway. Okay. I figured you. Like, I don't really. <laughs> I, I don't up. really let you skip events, so like, <laughs> okay. usually. Does 21 I have a pale? I don't know if I know. They will. Well, know. we do at the pub, which I'll brew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> Yeah, great. Yeah, do you want to you want to collab on it? I would love to do a collab. Mm. Hey, can you and I do a collab. That's what I was thinking. Well, can that I get, then can I can't we, judge. You can't judge. Yeah, I, but I, I probably I, shouldn't judge. I'm no. not a good judge, so I don't. think I, I think I, I could do it with uh, Candy Club. <clears throat> well, I'm saying if we're gonna collab at my place, I'm definitely gonna want to collab at your place. But we're doing the pumpkin oh, beer, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing everything together right now. Yeah, yeah. We're holding yeah. hands and we're doing it together. <laughs> All right. Well, that's about the time that we have today. And I want to thank you guys so much for, for being here and being on the show, Christian. So it's yeah. good to see you. Uh, Mattis, it's very nice to meet you and have you here. Yeah, um, thanks for having us. Wishing you luck in your brewing great. career. I think you're off to a great start. That pale ale is amazing. Oh, thank you. Is this your first pro brewing gig? That is my, yeah. I mean, I worked for, like you said, I worked for Morbier, Morbier for, yeah. for a couple of years. Okay. Um, when pandemic hit and then. Yeah. Yeah, it's my first pro brewing gig. I've been home brewing for like. 10 plus years so oh, wow. okay yeah okay and is this what you want to do as a career now you're gonna i mean i was doing uh music stuff before the pandemic and then all of that ended overnight all oh, right also so. pays about the same so <laughs> yeah so it's so funny when you're talking about people like like oh i'm gonna go pro brewer like oh it's I, i'm not making as much money i'm like i'm making more money what are you talking about oh yeah like, there you go yeah no music unless you unless you really make it to the next level yeah, yeah i mean no. maybe we'll join the navy yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I look forward to trying more of your beer. Uh, that was a really great paleo. Thanks. So, yeah, you do a nice work. And Christian, do a great job over there. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm always happy to see uh, uh, you uh, w- with a new brewery and get to try new beer. So, I think it's cool. Glad I finally made it out there uh, also during the pandemic. So, yeah, yeah, it's good to see you. Where do you live now? Are you still I'm in Alameda? Where do you're you in live? Alameda. Okay. Yeah. So, that, all right, so that's not a bad commute no. right there. You're okay. No, that's not too bad. Yeah. And what's your address? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He's got, got a great place. And a great, like, uh, like, uh, vinyl selection. Oh, yeah. there we go. Yeah. All right, Sully, thanks for coming out Thank and hanging you. out with us today. 
Thanks for um, having me. I got a beer to try with you off air. Apparently, you brought me something to taste, so we're gonna do that. We I have did. another one. Too. That'll be nice. We, oh, we've got more. We have uh, a yeah. lot of beer here. All right, we'll hang out and have some more beer. Thanks for tuning in and sticking with us. You can find this video over on youtubecom network. Uh, we'll be streaming the Great American Beer Festival awards ceremony. Oh wow! Again for like the. 16th year or something. I'll be there. We've been doing it for a while. You're going to go this year? Yeah, okay. I'm judging. All right, perfect. I'm, I'll be judging you. I'll see you. Yes, you should. <laughs> I get judged a lot there. Uh, yeah, so I'll be doing the Brewer Studio uh, Pavilion at the Great American Beer Festival as well as the awards. So those of you pro brewers or just beer fans, you can tune in and catch all of the action on thebrewingnetwork.com slash, or sorry, YouTube slash The Brewing Network. All right, thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you next time. The Session is a production of The Brewing Network and brought to you by More Beer. Check them out at morebeer.com. Find more content and live video of this show on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash brewingnetwork. For sponsorship opportunities and information, please reach out to advertising at thebrewingnetwork.com. To reach our hosts, contact feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. Brewing Network.